Welcome to Raw Radio. And we're live. And we live. And we live. There you go. Pick it up a bit. <laughs> Show some confidence. Show some confidence. Ah, is that what, what we're talking there? about today? Oh, that, that was is. nice and smooth transition it right was. into this. It was. Gustavo so, Danzas. Yeah. Um, now a super confident person, um, but he wasn't always. Um, if you listen to the episode, you'll hear early in his career how... Um, his self-confidence was pretty low and not only in um, jujitsu terms uh, while he was competing and learning and moving up the ranks. But, um, you know, after he was already well-established competitor and he, he picked everything up, you would think it would take a lot of confidence to pick everything up and move from Brazil to the United States to pursue your dreams. But uh, there were some struggles there as well with confidence. Um, and, but then he, he kind of, you know, along the road, he kind of figured it all out and, uh, and has some wonderful points of views uh, about confidence. It's not only that he has a point of views. I think it's, you know, he built his entire system, if you will, the, you know, his, his business model outside off the mat. Um, he is running a very strong coaching program for competitors and also for business owners just in general mm -hmm. and the confidence and goal settings, achieving the goals and being, being, uh, what did he call it? All, um, optimal level of confidence? Optimal confidence. Yeah. Optimal confidence, right? It's not being overconfident, but it's not being underconfident either. It's finding the happy medium right in the middle. Um, and he does a really good job with that program, actually. I, I um, looked at it several times. And so if you're ever looking for uh, guidance or a, a path, questions to be answered, I would definitely check out Gustavo Dantes. I mean, he, he does a phenomenal job on that. But we are not here to plug him necessarily, but more about more to talk about uh, the confidence itself. Gary, so as always, I'm going to throw it right back at you. Uh -huh. You know, what, what's, what's your train of thought when it comes to confidence, right? And, and um, by now, everybody listening to the show already know that recently, well, not so recently anymore, but in a, in a, in a nearby past, you've made a huge life change um, mm -hmm. in, in your professional life, right? And what was your confidence level at that point? And how were you um, going through these, um, you know, mind settings and, and my changing how the way how you think about the situation? Yeah, I don't know if confidence played too much into it, but um, you know, I was at a point where I was given some opportunities to um, to just change my life um, and leave something that uh, I was very unhappy with, and uh, you know, just struggling career-wise and and not happy. And um, when opportunities like that have arisen prior. Um, you know, the confidence level wasn't there. You know, we talk about um, stepping outside of your comfort zone a lot, which takes a lot of confidence. Um, and uh, I, I was just at a point where it was like, it's now or never, you know, getting a little older, it's now or never. So I, I was, I felt almost forced into it, not quite so confident about it, um, you know, and year and odd months later, things are still going swimmingly. Uh, so it was definitely the right choice because I know how 
um, upset I would be if I had stayed in that position before. Um, and so, you know, everything's working out. Uh, did it take some level of confidence? A little bit. Yeah. But I wasn't really like, yeah, now's the time and I can do this. And, you know, that optimal confidence for me, it was more like facing fears, um, you know, fear of failure, all that stuff. And it was like, if I don't do this now, boy, am I going to regret it. And uh, so I had to step outside that comfort zone. And sometimes you do that to face your fears. And sometimes you do that because, yeah, I got this, you know, I, I'm, I'm fully confident. I'm well prepared. Um, you know, I, I'm going into this knowing exactly what I'm going to do. I have a plan. It was a little different for me. Um, but I think, well, that- but I'm, but I'm going to challenge you on this because in some sense, isn't that a level of confidence too? If I don't do this now, I'm going to regret this later. So you, you are showing a certain level of confidence. The timing is right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But like, really reflecting back, it was more of, I've got to step out of my comfort zone. Now, how do you do that? The first time it's probably pretty scary. The second time you're probably a little more confident. The third time it's even easier, right? Because you're building confidence along the way. Every time you step out of your comfort zone, I think whether you succeed or fail, if you learn something from it, the next time an opportunity like that arises or a need to step out of your comfort zone, I think it makes it a little easier because you do have a little bit more confidence uh, and, and that builds over time. And, and, and a lot of this is, is simply because of the results that we are getting from the actions that we take. Right. So <laughs> if you, you change your job for very, very first time, it is very difficult. A lot of unknown is ahead. And even though it might feel the right time, uh, right decision, we just don't know what's going to happen next. Same thing in jiu-jitsu. If we are passing that guard, uh, you know, our confidence might be pretty low very first few times. But once you do this several times, the confidence gets built because we know what to anticipate. We, we might not be able to tell future, mm-hmm. but we can eliminate the risks control the situation to the best of what we can and then the outcome is in the you know in our reach and i think that's what majority of this is really all about we can't control the future but we can definitely put ourselves in the best situation to get the best result that we can yeah and i think a lot of that was that's what gustavo was talking about yeah i think so i think that you know you you need to you know, we talk a lot about setting goals. So you have to have a plan. You have to have some goals. And I had a plan when I was doing this. It wasn't like, oh, I just hate my job. So I'm going to quit and stay home. Uh, but you have to have goals. You have to have a plan. Um, you know, he, people are big about writing things down. Um, and all that stuff will set you up for success. And even if you fail, at least you're probably learning from it. If you put that much work into it. You know, if you don't put any work into it and you just quit to do something else and you don't think about it and you fail, well, that might be a major setback. But if you plan it out, everything's structured and things don't just work out, well, now you can pick it apart and figure out why and uh, and then move forward rather than being knocked back down. Um, and all that builds, I think, really builds confidence. I, I mean, I can't even... Response to that, I agree 100%. Matter of fact, recently, prior to um, having Gustavo on this show, I had the privilege of being on his mm-hmm. on his podcast. And I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that, but I encourage everybody to actually listen to, to that episode. You know, Gustavo and I, we talked about several things, 
but one of which was my situation when I was changing jobs. Mm -hmm. And he asked me a lot of you know, in-depth questions, you know, how did it feel and what, what was the process? And you know me by now, I'm, I'm OCD. I have everything, everything needs to be planned. Everything needs to be executed. And, and, you know, um, it, it wasn't much different. I'm not going to share the whole episode, what we talked about. You got to listen to that. So make sure you, uh, you check out Gustavo podcast, but it's in a similar sense, you want to set yourself for success, whether it's a small task or a big life-changing decision. You do want to control the things that are in your control. And that's mm-hmm. one another thing that he talked about. You know, how do you control things and what can you control, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, for you, I'm not sure. I mean, you so very secure job. Um you know, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, like, you know, the, the academy was expanding. Uh, I believe you, you buy in a new house and then you drop the bomb that, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm ditching this career to do the academy full time. <laughs> I doubt uh, I presented it that way. <laughs> no, I'm, it's, I'm paraphrasing, uh, but, um, but it was like past my bosses. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I know which one we're talking about too. The one you were buying the house with. Um, what was it like? I mean, to, to be, how many years were you doing what you were doing? 20 years. Right. Um, and now you're, you're giving all that up. All that security is that's my perception. You're giving up all that security to, to take on the Academy full-time, which was already a full-time job. Um, you know, how confident were you going into it? And, and what, if, if you were very confident going into it, what made it so? Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting to looking in a retrospect on all this, because it's, there was definitely a plan and anybody who was involved from the very beginning, um, when we opened the academy, we'll, we'll, we'll testify to that. There was definitely a plan. There was definitely action taken based on what we wanted to achieve. And the confidence level, I think it was high in a sense of we've done everything that we can to make this successful. Um, none of that really changes the fact that there was a large amount of anxiety associated with the fact of what if this doesn't work out? Well, mm. crap. Now there's really no going back. Um, not in a sense of getting the old job, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, again, I think this is all kind of boiling down to these factors that everyone needs to think about is what can I control and what it's completely out of my control, right? And I'm a strong believer of planning. You already know this. I, you know, I plan everything and try to execute everything according to the plan. Um, to make logical steps towards the goal that, you, that that we are trying to achieve, but there there are things out of your control. There are completely things out of your control. So, and those you cannot control. And anybody who really puts themselves in that position, thinking that they can control those, I, I think in a sense they are setting themselves for a failure. This is a, a very false sense of reality. It's it, and it's similar in jujitsu. Is you know I I can't pass my partner's guard, but I cannot control how they are going to react to it. Now, I, I can put them in the situations where they have limited options, 
But then again, that's controlling what I do, what I'm doing. I can't control what they think. I can't control you know, the steps that they will take. So I, I think, again, if we look at this in a larger picture, you know, one, I think it all starts with a simple fact. What, what are you trying to achieve? What's your goal? Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, creating a plan. And, and that's one of the things that Gustavo was talking about, goals, which I, I made extensive notes on this, right? But one of the interesting things that he mentioned was um, three types of goals. Mm-hmm. It was the um, outcome goal, process goal, and a performance goal. And right, all of them yeah. are different. All mm-hmm. of them are different. And once you start understanding which goals you have and how you can control them, then your success goes up. So, you know, I think there's a risk associated with every situation. Matter of the fact, if I'm a big believer, if you don't take risks, the reward is not going to be there. Not no, you're just existing at that point, right? right. You're just muddling through. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's kind of the same way. Um, you know, confidence and goal, achieving goals go hand in hand. Um, I don't think you're going to achieve any goals without any confidence. Um, you're not going to luck your way to the top. Uh, I mean, some people do fail forward, but it's a hard thing to do, and they're few and far between, I think. So you do have to approach it with a certain sense of um, self-assuredness. You know, I can do this, but it has to be realistic. It has to be set in some sort of reality, uh, and that needs to be done by planning you know, achieving those goals. The process goal, I think, is a big one for me because I don't think you can really, you know, like you were saying about passing somebody's guard, I don't think you can really control the outcome, right? Because there's too many other factors. There's too many other people involved. Um, But the performance and especially the process of how you get there, right, um, I think are the most important. And, uh, And you have to achieve those or or approach those, I should say, with a certain level of confidence. Because if you don't, um, you know, that devil on your shoulder is going to start chirping in your ear about how, you know, you're going to fail again. You know, here it comes. Look what happened. Um, and probably because you didn't set yourself up for success. Well, know. yeah. I mean, it's all kind of one big circle. It all, mm-hmm. all, all intertwined together. The plan, the goal, the plan, the execution, the confidence that comes with it, right? So it, it, I, I highly encourage you guys to really think about what, what your goal, especially in jiu-jitsu. And, and, it, and you talked about passing the guard and <clears throat> not being able to control some of these things. And I often think about it that goal is always the same, is the path that might change, mm-hmm. right? So if my goal is to pass the guard, maybe I can't pass it with the the motions that I executed initially or I thought about simply because they, my partner gave me some obstacles and put some things ahead of me that I have to overcome first, but I'm still passing the guard. So having, having a goal is important. Now, understanding the process and having, um, I often say, being agile enough where you can maneuver the path around the obstacles to make sure that you continue being on the way to the goal that you set for yourself is, is really important. Yeah, for sure. I think you always have to have a plan B, a plan C, um, and those have to be as well thought out as plan A. Otherwise, when those obstacles come out, you're not going to be able to go around them or over them. Um, you know, and I'm talking about like those big life decisions, not, not so much in relationship to jujitsu. I mean, it, 
they can be, but um, I'm talking about those big life decisions that we talked about earlier about, you know, leaving a career, leaving a job um, to go on these newer, newer paths and adventures. And if you don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stick with the, the, the confidence topic here. I know that goals play a lot into it, but if you don't approach it with a certain set of um, confidence and, and, um, positive attitude, I think has a lot to play into it too. You know, um, is it, and, and are they interchangeable? Is it the same thing? You know, I can do this, you know, is that's a positive attitude, right? Or is it confidence? I think they, it could be the same, but both of them, you have to have the underlying process to get there. Um, and if you don't, then I think maybe that's just overconfidence. That's cocky. Um, you know, that's a pie in the sky attitude rather than a positive attitude. Um, so I think it just need, you know, they need to be approached with, um, planning and, and he also talked about conviction, um, you know, belief versus conviction and, and how to differentiate the two. Um, so I, you know, that's something to look at as well. Yeah. You know, I can only speak about my own experience and, and, and I'll tell you when we were opening Roll Academy and when, yeah, if you look at this in a few stages, once we opened, we got it operational, it was running part-time, and then we converted into full-time, and now it's running full-time, and, and you know, great individuals like yourselves are involved and many others. And if you look at this in stages, right, so I, I can honestly say there was a lot of anxiety whether this will work out or not, but I know one thing, failure was never an option. So I, 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 from the very beginning, and that's maybe me being very naive, me, maybe me being very stubborn. I don't, I mean, you know, it's all I don't part know. of it, but like I knew once we made a decision to open it, I knew it was going to be successful. I knew that at some point this will convert mm-hmm. into full-time job. I knew that at some point this will, um, you know, this will be my career. I'm going to be running this. I knew at some point there's going to be employees and coaches, instructors, everybody around, around this. Um, so it, it you know, I mean, I don't know, call me naive, call me maybe silly, maybe overconfident, whatever the case is, but it never crossed my mind. It was never if, the question was always when. When? Yeah, I think that's a great approach. And I, I you know, I don't think it's cocky to say failure isn't an option uh, as long as you're wor- continuously working towards success. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're not, well, then, like I said before, that's just pie in the sky. It's a delusion. It's not it's not reality. You're not working. You're yeah. It's just a dream and you're not putting anything into the process to make it uh, a success or reality. And um, I think with that, that's, that's a high level of confidence. Um, It's not overconfidence. Uh, I think overconfidence is when you think you're prepared, but you didn't do the preparation. I got this, you know, no problem. Right. Um, whatever in relating to jujitsu, I've beaten that guy before. No big deal. Well, maybe since the last time you beat that guy, uh, whether it was in a competition or just inspiring at, at the Academy, maybe he's been working on things. He's not the same person he was a month ago, even. Right. So that's, that's cocky, you know, that's overconfidence. But if you say, Hey, failure is not an option because I'm going to give it my all and here's my plan. And I'm going to keep executing, executing, executing. Uh, I think that's a confident attitude. Hey, before we wrap this up, have you ever had regrets about <laughs> leaving the job? Oh, about leaving the job? Yeah. Uh, a big life decision. Not yet. 
Not yet. And I've, you know, I've left people that know my history. I've left that company before and come back. And I, we've talked, we talked about this before, Mm -hmm. but I always, I've always had a good, good parting of the way. Um, And it's, you know, I, I get asked weekly, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? And I'm not coming (laughs) back. I'm not. Um, And so I don't have any regrets. Um, I thought you were going to ask me about life because I do have regrets in life. And that is um, not doing these type of things sooner, not stepping outside of the comfort zone sooner, earlier in my life. You know, the time is now, you know, it's, it's, you can only, you know, what, you know, when I hear people say, oh, I wish I would have joined jujitsu years ago. It's like, the important thing is you're here now. Um, So I kind of take that attitude as well. You know, I I did do it maybe a little later than I would have, or I should have, but I did it. It's working out. Um, So no, I don't have any regrets. I guess good. I pushed you in the direction of doing this podcast then. Well, the podcast might be a regret. <laughs> uh, that has nothing to do with leaving the job. We we just lost thousands of listeners. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. gone. Uh, no, the podcast is a completely different entity, all into itself. <laughs> um, but you know, leaving the job for all you know all the reasons that I've stated before of. Um, just not being happy with the work, not being happy with the the direction. I thought that, you know, now I'll never be able to go back. The company was going in, uh, and, uh, they all probably listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of them are applauding. Um, the, but I lost my train of thought, but you know, Hey, you know, if you, I even said, I think I said in the episode with Gustavo, um, you know, you're going to regret the things you didn't do more than you're going to regret the things you did do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I, you know, again, step out of your comfort zone, do it with confidence, do it with a plan. Um, and uh, even if you have setbacks, man, just keep chipping away at it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, the BJJ mental coach, you got to check Gustavo out. You yeah, got to check sure. out, particularly if you're interested about my story, check out his episodes or check out his podcast or his, yeah, his show with, with my conversation with him. I literally shared all the details, how all of this unfolded as far as my career change and, and why I did it in this whole nine years. So uh, it takes more than 15 minutes to go through that. So check that out. But two, uh, I'm going to indirectly plug another project that I used to work on or we used to be involved years ago, and that's All Things BJJ, a mm-hmm. film company. And we recorded um, a brilliant um, episode with Gustavo Dantas, him sharing his story, his life story. So, it, you know, you can look at this as a kind of, um, you know, little cherry on top of the Sunday. If you listen to the episode with Gustavo, Take a peek on YouTube at All Things BJJ with Gustavo Dantas. Uh, he does share story behind his tattoo. Uh, very meaningful. Um, and, you know, great guy. Why not yeah. listen to him? Yeah, he's a super guy. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, um, just great ideas, and he's got a great mindset about how to mm-hmm. approach life uh, on and off the mat. Changing gears just for a second. Gary, if somebody was giving you a free gi, Yes. Would you take it? Yes, I have. So why in the world people <laughs> don't claim the geese? What is going on here? I don't know. Listen, hey, therollradio.com slash belt. Take the survey. You're automatically enrolled to win a Fuji Gi. We do announce the winner at the end of the episodes once a month. So just tune in 
you know, listen uh, and listen for your email. Then you have to respond. Uh, and we send you a follow-up email. So don't worry about, you know, um, not hearing your name. You'll get an email. Uh, you do have a short window. Well, not that short, 72 Three hours days? to respond. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. plenty of time. If you um, listen, you, you, if you get check your emails, you, you can respond, but make sure you respond. Yeah, check it out. It's we a free gift. Somebody who won and didn't respond. Unfortunately, we moved on to somebody else. So another winner was announced. So congratulations to you, whoever got that gig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the next one is going to be just in a couple of weeks. So make sure you yeah. tune in on this one. Yeah, check it out for sure. Go Fuji's ahead. got some awesome stuff. Uh, I've got a couple amazing geese, my favorite all-time gi is a fuji gi um so uh definitely why don't you you know check it out it's super well, simple take a survey what was the link again therollradio.com slash belt tune in check it out cast your vote off to the next one all right sir we will talk soon take care peace peace thank you for listening to roll radio if you enjoyed the show don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing for future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.